This Thursday edition of the Rochester Rundown is brought to you by Ultra Federal Credit Union, a member-owned financial institution with two convenient branches right here in Rochester. Ultra is proud to support local independent journalism on Med City Beat. Today on the show, we'll take you through the future of downtown Rochester's retail community. Destination Medical Center officials said last week that recruiting and retaining quality retailers would be a key priority for the next few years of the initiative, but they're faced with a problem. The pandemic has left many storefronts in Rochester's downtown vacant. While local business owners told me there's reason to be optimistic, the long-term future of local retail is murky. Those empty storefronts will likely take some time to fill up naturally, which could be a problem for a downtown that markets itself as being a destination, especially with millions of dollars being sunk into public infrastructure projects like Heart of the City. We will hear perspectives on the future from downtown business owners, DMC leaders, and a real estate broker who knows the downtown commercial market as well as anyone. That story coming up in a second. Plus, of course, a couple of brief notes on the news before Memorial Day, including the Down by the Riverside lineup boasting an all-star cast. I'm Isaac James. Today is Thursday, May 27th, 2021. This is our final rundown before the unofficial start of summer. And let's get to the news. Seamus Kolb recently became the owner of Carol's Corn, the popcorn shop inside the subway below the Kaler Hotel. He says after a hard stretch through the worst of the COVID-19 pandemic, things are starting to look up for his business, and that's cause for optimism. But that optimism has been stymied a bit, he says, by what he sees around him in his business. A lack of open signs and a plethora of for lease signs. If you walk around downtown, you're seeing gaps. You're seeing closed businesses, you go up to the food court and it's maybe 70% full. That's not good for anybody. Prior to the pandemic, many of the retail spaces in the Skyway food court and beyond had been filled with bustling small businesses, the kinds that are vital for a thriving destination area. But downtown Rochester, like many other city centers, has seen its restaurant and retail industries decimated by shutdowns and slow foot traffic as previous trends, including the shift to online commerce and problems in the labor market, accelerated due to COVID-19. And national data says those trends may be here to stay. Among 100,000 consumers surveyed in 50 different markets, 45% said that they are prepared to keep using products and online stores they found during the lockdown. The result has been fewer small businesses seeking out space downtown at a time when new development has made commercial space abundant. Bucky Beeman is a partner at Realty Growth Incorporated. He says it's sort of a catch-22 right now to attract and retain tenants here. Local entrepreneurs with big dreams and small pockets are opting to pursue their business in more affordable areas, but still, larger retailers are sometimes hesitant to put down roots in a growing market. And so for a retailer making a decision from what I'll call 10,000 feet from a different market, unless they come here, unless they see it, unless they get to know the dynamics of the millions of visitors and the short-term residents that live downtown for three to six to sometimes a year, it's difficult for us as brokers to convince them to change use in a space because of the hurdles of educating them on the market. With thousands of square feet available for lease and more construction on the way, activating downtown to its full potential was on the top of the minds of Destination Medical Center officials last Thursday as the EDA team rolled out a plan to activate those spaces. 
After focusing on hotels, residential, and life sciences early on, DMC director Patrick Sieb says the next phase of planning puts an emphasis on supporting brick-and-mortar retailers. And this has uh, uh, always been probably uh, on our radar screen, but uh, never more important than now coming out of the pandemic for really two reasons. One, the, the disruption that existing businesses have felt, um, and also because of the uh, change in uh, downtown occupancy around uh, workforce and the, and the available space that will be coming online. Chris Shad, director of business development for DMC, says one idea being floated now is to create pop-up shops downtown before starting a long-term recruitment strategy in October. He says existing retailers would do better by filling in that empty space, even if those shops are temporary. How can we reutilize some of the vacant downtown space short term to add to the vibrancy, providing opportunities um, while we look at a longer term set of solutions? There are some who suggest that DMC should do even more, however. Among them are DMC Corporation Chair and former Minneapolis Mayor R.T. Ryback. He said the retail industry has a dramatically smaller universe now than even a year ago, and to move forward in this new climate, it may take doing something different, possibly putting funds directly in the hands of entrepreneurs. Bluntly, what people need right now in those situations are not loans, they need grants. They need money to start the business and know that somebody's investing in it. Now, that's you know something that I think needs to be led at a local level, but I honestly think we should consider putting real dollars in and saying we will co-invest in new, unique stores that are part part of uh, growing in the community and put the challenge out. Now, it's unclear whether DMC could even do that, thanks to language in the original agreement with the state legislature that says DMC money can only be spent on public infrastructure. That definition was tested in 2020 when the initiative handed out one-time pandemic relief grants, and in that case, retail was considered public infrastructure. It may be a tougher task to get those sorts of programs approved now, Ryback says, but it's not out of the question to head back to St. Paul and plead a new case, that giving money out would serve the community better. I tend to think the legislators would be supportive of saying that we want to invest in small, small business. A little bit of extra cash for startup small businesses could go a long way, said Lizzie Haywood, manager of People's Food Co-op and board chair for the Rochester Chamber of Commerce. If businesses can get through that first year and a half, they're more likely to stay open for longer periods of time. So she says the best thing for government entities to do to help retain business is twofold. They should show people how to get to the storefront and give those businesses a small bit of extra wiggle room in case post-pandemic shopping doesn't immediately return to its previous levels. I think um, the, the wayfinding and the uh, capital are critically important just to get us open mm-hmm. and uh, make sure that we can stay through the um you know, the really hard opening 18 months of any retail. While Haywood says there is a clear, sad reality of this pandemic with dozens of shops closed now, she believes it's best to look at the situation with a, quote, holistic optimism, knowing there's an opportunity to shift the balance of power in Rochester's retail community. Those open storefronts, she says, could and should be prioritized for entrepreneurs from diverse backgrounds. If that's the route the DMC decides to take, she says it would benefit the whole community. Having uh, diversification uh, across the ownership, you know, to um, people new to the country for black, indigenous uh, businesses owned by people of color Mm -hmm. that we're able to serve a wider variety of of customers. Yeah. Um, I 
not just hope to, but anticipate seeing that. Now, in Kolb's mind, he believes brighter days are ahead for the downtown area. But after walking a thin line for 15 months, he says it will still take some time to get as many people into the store as there were before COVID. Since he's fresh on the scene as an owner, he's looking forward to this post-pandemic downtown atmosphere, though he still has concerns that others in the business community who have been around a little longer than he has may not be able to look that far ahead. For me, I, like I said, I have time. So I see the value. We're going to have a beautiful downtown space here. Get music, get stuff going outside again. Thursday's downtown coming back. All that stuff's fantastic. I think that there is a little fear in some of the other businesses that are kind of in a different situation where it's like time is money. The Med City Beats Rochester Rundown is sponsored by Ultra Federal Credit Union. Whether you are in the market for a home mortgage, car loan, or are simply looking for a trusted brand to manage your money, Ultra is here to help. Unlike large, privately owned banks, Ultra is a credit union owned by its members, allowing it to reinvest profits in its stakeholders, employees, and the communities in which it operates. Among its key priorities, promoting financial literacy to local youth through the Ultra Foundation. To learn more about how Ultra can help you live your best life, visit ultra.org. Now we'll look at the top stories on our site, medcitybeat.com. Also at Thursday's DMC Corporation board meeting, we learned that construction on the Discovery Walk project has been pushed to 2022. Work on the roughly $20 million project had been slated to begin in the coming months. DMC leaders say the decision to delay the timeline was made to ease the burden of construction downtown this summer. Mayo Park will come back to life this summer, with Rochester Civic Music announcing the return of the Down by the Riverside Concert Series. Among the top billings, indie rocker Polisa with Amateur on August 1st, 38 Special with Fred the Bear on August 15th, and yes, Smash Mouth is coming to Rochester July 25th with openers Push and Turn. All shows start at 7pm with headliners taking the stage at 8. Rochester's two public pools will be opening for the first time since 2019, and this summer admission will be free to everyone. The Rochester City Council unanimously approved the measure last Monday using $70,000 from the city's American Rescue Plan allotment. Soldiers Field Pool will likely open next Saturday, June 5th, with Silver Lake Pool following on that Monday, June 7th. More news is online now at MedCityBeat.com, including a feature on three nurses at St. Mary's Hospital and a Q&A with Mayo Clinic's head of diversity, equity, and inclusion on how Mayo plans to increase recruitment of physicians of color. And that's where we're going to leave it this week. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, the best way to support us is to become a member. Be a part of quality local journalism at medcitybeat.com slash membership. I'm Isaac Janes with MedCityBeat. Have a great extended weekend, everyone. I'll be talking with you soon. <laughs>